everybody, look who's back. Your humble hosers one more time. The Savage One. Yeah! And your Canadian Info Warrior, that's me. And the Savage One was him, of course. You know, who else would it have been? But look at this now. We're going to sound a whole lot better because I'm actually using a proper mic now instead of this crappy mic on my headphones. And take a look at the screen. You can see more of me, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it was pretty fucking tiny in the other video. So here we are with another impromptu video. I don't know how soon this one's going to get uploaded, but maybe tomorrow. Who knows? If you're watching it, it won't be tomorrow. Because <laughs> if you're watching this right now, that means it's already uploaded, in case you haven't figured that out. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not live per se. Well, we're not time travelers either, so. No. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if I was a time traveler, there's a lot of mistakes I would go back and correct. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Many of them of the female persuasion. <laughs> Many of them involving the female persuasion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. MGTOW baby because the juice is not worth the squeeze yeah especially in examples like yours yeah <laughs> survivor of two divorce rapes by the Canadian family court system <laughs> yeah I guess that's what you could call it when it comes to the Canadian family court system eh? oh it's just like everything else Canadian. It's just the, the, the level of cuckery, as I call it. Uh, you know, it's like our government's just run by beta male nerds. And uh, yeah. like, oh, if I simp enough for these females, maybe I'll get fucking lucky. When <laughs> if, if they were smart, they'd realize there's no pleasing a woman and to just fucking do, do your thing. Yep. And they either come along for the ride or exactly yeah. yeah that's why i'm glad i found one who's just along for the ride yeah <laughs> so yeah. far anyway because <laughs> yeah, i, I, my, I don't want to jinx that but uh you know seems to be pretty good so far <laughs> and, I, and i don't say this like i'm some kind of expert i mean uh, i learned the hard way so yeah my days of simping and uh wussing out and white knighting are long gone <laughs> i could give zero fucks when it comes to that species yeah so-called fair and, that, and that's about how many fucks you get these days from them too eh? yeah pretty much <laughs> once, once you adopt the MGTOW attitude you pretty much don't have to worry about getting uh chewed up and spit out because they won't even uh they won't even come around to take a bite out of you because yeah. they could smell the bitterness a mile away. Eh? <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, this guy's damaged goods. No, yeah. can't, can't fuck him over. He's already <laughs> been fucked over two times over. That game's been played out. Yeah. yeah. They can smell that. Yeah. Like hyenas on a fresh kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I can do is just fucking run, buddy. That's all I can do. Just yeah. run. 
Stay stay away, famoids. Checking my tablet here. Oh, yeah. There you go. Still got her. Nice. Fully charged. I was just nice. checking the charge level on it there. Still treating you right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that stand you gave me with it, too. Yeah, yeah. I got it on Amazon there. I think it was called a Lamiskal, whatever. The oh, yeah, the, the stand, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not Stephen King's The Stand. No. <laughs> Although that was a good book, I mean. Yeah. The, the, the series left a little to be desired. Did it? Yeah, well, was like, what was it? it? Four, four or five, fucking six hours long, whatever it was. It was a little bit much. Yeah. Huh. But most of his books, when they when they get, with the exception of maybe The Shining and Carrie, I found most of his books when they were turned into movies were shit shows. Yeah, he thought so too. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't cared for very many of the uh, movie adaptations. But actually, you know, apparently, he actually liked the uh, new movie adaptation of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he said he didn't care for the original. Uh, I think he said he actually really liked Tim Curry as Pennywise, but the original movie was uh, obviously way too toned down because it was made for TV. So it was toned down for general audiences, and there was a lot that didn't make it in there. Yeah, it's funny with the, the millennial and younger generation, the Zoomers and millennials, the new version of it, the... They think it's so fucking amazing, the new Pennywise. Yeah. But any of us Gen Zs that saw the, the original Pennywise with Tim Curry. Apparently yeah, we, we're Gen X. Gen X? I yeah. Gen- I, I, I saw that somewhere on YouTube today, actually. It was, uh, I think it's like 65 to 79 is Gen X. Okay. Or Gen Z, whatever. I, I don't know shit about this shit, but I just saw that on, on Facebook earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, as far as far as fucking, uh, like, the uh, the story, the, the way they did the newer version of it, obviously with the better CGI and yeah. be- better effects, the story's just as good as the original. The only thing I found was that, you know, the old version, Tim Curry as Pennywise was better than, uh, uh, what's his face? Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. I think Bill Skarsgård was good, his version, but I liked Pennywise more because he was more clownish, whereas Skarsgård is more of a scary clown. But Pennywise is more of the, the kind of attractive clown that you would expect to see at state fairs and shit like that. And, and that's how he would lure you in. Skarsgård isn't quite as jovial in, in his portrayal of, uh, of Pennywise and, and even the makeup and everything. You know, he's scarier. And I don't think there's a lot of kids that would go with him. <laughs> well, and and just uh, comparing the two actors, I mean, Tim yeah. Tim Curry's body of work 
I mean, you go it back to like itself. Rocky, you go back to Rocky <laughs> Horror Picture Show, yeah. and I mean, he, he's the real—he was the real deal as far as actors yeah. go. I, oh, they me. float, Georgie. They yeah. float. <laughs> There's something about that accent of his too. Like he—he yeah. he just came. Whereas you know the the newer version, he's he's more like. Uh, he kind of has the voice. Of, did you ever see uh, the the cartoon and the movie Spawn? Yeah, I don't know if I saw the cartoon, but I remember the movie with Danny DeVito. You know, and and you had that creep, that creepy, uh, you know, demon clown, whatever that followed Spawn around. Yeah, and, well, that was yeah. Danny DeVito in the movie. And yeah, you know, so that I I compare the. The, the newer version of uh, Pennywise to, to that whiny. At least I think it was Danny DeVito. It's been so long since I've seen it. I'm not sure. I may yeah, be I just confusing him with the penguin, but I'm pretty sure Danny DeVito was in Spawn as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I won't. You know, I won't uh, say one way or the other. I just know the guy had a portraying him had a whiny voice, kind of like this new version of of it. That same kind of. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Tim Curry was there was more depth than yeah, the Yeah. Definitely. So, but yeah, like uh you know, as far as the but both versions of it, you know, having seen them both, I find them both entertaining. Uh obviously the newer version of it, you know, you don't got to worry about remember at the end of the original and they had the stupid spider and yeah the, we're not gonna see that at the end of part two when that comes out you know that shitty Has that come out yet yeah. good question i'm sure yeah. i'm sure we'll get, we'll get comments from uh yeah you know. i've seen part one but i haven't seen part two and i'm not sure if it's out yet it, it might be might have been out in theaters maybe and i haven't seen it on uh, netflix yet i don't know yeah, I'm sure we'll get some autistic spurging out there, like, <laughs> fucking guys, they didn't even know, man. They didn't even fucking know. They, they think they're fucking experts, man. <laughs> fucking autists, man. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> oh, we're going to, if we had any viewers, we'd be getting some hate mail for you saying autists. <laughs> yeah, well. People are spurging out about everything. I'm at the point I don't give a shit. I'm like, oh, you're offended? Ugh. Grab a ticket and stand in line, fuck yeah. up. <laughs> Everybody's offended about something. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah, fucking grab, grab a sack. <laughs> grow one. See. Grow one, You can't one, really yeah. grab one. You don't want them grabbing yours. You want them uh, to grow one. Uh, last time <laughs> Been, it's been years since I've had my sack sack grabbed. Anyways, I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to avoid the sack grabbing there. <laughs> it's been so long since it's been grabbed. You might like it, no matter who's doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some homeless wino. Ah. <laughs> what a hey, tickle the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, Tanya just heard. Uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. for the first time today. Oh, nice. <laughs> I had, uh, uh, and this is a song title I'm just quoting, Which One of You Queer is Gonna Suck My Dick? I had that playing in the truck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's my second favorite. Of course, my first is uh, 
his his classic uh, awesome. Uh, well, you know what was what was the title again? Eating pussy and yeah, kicking ass. Eating pussy and kicking ass. Yeah, she yeah. heard that one too. <laughs> I mean, uh, to, to anyone that hears this or sees this, uh, yes, Wheeler Walker Jr. He's uh, he's he's the modern day David Allen Coe. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he's our generation's David Allen Coe. <laughs> as raunchy as they get. Oh yeah, it's funny because he was he, apparently he was like a stand-up comedian or something or a comedy writer, and he was musically inclined, and he hated a lot of the fucking uh, this modern country rock kind of generic. Doesn't? You know the, this generic. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this generic top forty country. That's yeah, and he and I guess he he kind of decided. Well, I can play a bit, and he uh, used his connections to hook up with some legit musicians. Hmm. Came up with the Wheeler Walker Junior thing, and it's just taken off. Like yeah. now, he has. He didn't have much of a career in the comedy. Yeah, era, exactly. But, Not as a stand-up or or whatever it was he was doing, but uh, now as now, a musician. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's legit now. He's like, a, he Wait, got some real. Nashville. I'm waiting to see him team up with somebody like Kid Rock. Oh, because the way Kid Rock, when he teams up with uh, Hank Jr., you know, <laughs> you're right. Well, with, with Hank Jr., Hank doesn't let Kid Rock swear. So, no. you know, Rock would love being with Wheeler Walker. <laughs> Get and get uh, what's his face, Uncle Cracker, as the yeah. the opening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're obviously showing our age by telling telling everyone our musical taste, but oh well, <laughs> we are what we are. Yeah, I'm a product of the '70s and '80s musically. Yeah, I like a little bit of the '90s. I still like a, a few modern songs every now and then, but for the most part, it's '70s and '80s. And when only it comes a, to country, I like the 60s, 70s, and 80s. There's only, you know, a few of the 90s bands I kind of got into, but, you know, like, obviously, the Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Chili Peppers. Yeah. And after that, it was just like, to me, the rest of it, you know, like, all that grunge stuff was... Yeah. It was like, I okay. like uh, one of the more modern-ish bands I like is uh, Foo Fighters. The okay. uh, lead singer of Foo Fighters was uh, Kurt Cobain's drummer in Nirvana. Yeah, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, yeah. Yeah, I seen a documentary he did. Uh, I think it was called Sound City, and uh, apparently uh, there was this famous studio in California that a lot of the top musicians over the decades had. Uh, had recorded at this place called Sound City. Right. Everything, Fleetwood Mac, Bill, you know, you name it, you know, like from from 70s pop to 80s metal, all these different famous acts had recorded their classics at uh, Sound City. Right. And, and so this documentary just talked about what a seedy little dump Sound City <laughs> was, but yet the creme de la creme recorded there. Yeah. And so Dave Grohl... I guess him and uh, Nirvana, it was either him and Nirvana or him and uh, Foo Fighters had recorded there. And bef- and it, w- it finally went under. And I guess as they were 
clearing out the place he wanted uh, he purchased I, I guess through auction or something he purchased the the engineering uh, booth and the, oh, the, yeah. the the equipment and he had it put in his own personal studio nice and this documentary what they did was he he once he got it all installed in his studio like all this ancient sound city gear he brought in just a who's who of musicians and with each one he would jam with them and do a song and they made like a soundtrack so he did a tune with paul mccartney hmm. did a tune with stevie nicks did it like it was like it was like an all-star studded cast yeah. eh? like you name it and and there's John- another place like that in um san francisco in the Haight Ashbury district, I think it was called the Void or the Verge or something like that, and all sorts of uh, world famous acts recorded there. And this place was just a nightclub, but they had a recording studio, and so you know you're performing on stage and and they're recording at the same time. And like Janis Joplin performed there, um, uh, Jefferson Airplane performed there, you know, the like The Doors performed there, yeah. yeah. There's another, I can't another remember the name of the place, but it, it, it was just The Something, and it's in the Haight-Ashbury district of Frisco. Yeah, I don't know the name of it either, I, I, but I know what you're talking about, because was, that was another scene. And then, Cause uh, Actually, another- it was uh, mentioned in um, Fear and Loathing, that scene where uh, Johnny Depp is wandering around the bar drunk and he sees Hunter Thompson. Okay. <laughs> and Johnny is supposed to be Hunter Thompson. He's like, holy shit, that's me. That's the yeah. bar that they were in. Okay. Another place, uh, Muscle, I think it was called Muscle Shoals, and that's where all the yeah. Seldren, Seldren Rock guys, Allman Brothers, Leonard yeah. Skinner, Marshall Tucker Band, all these kind of cats recorded there, and then yeah. I guess they were known for their vibe and their sound, eh? Yeah. That was my all-time, by the way, that was my all-time favorite concert, just before me and ex-wife number two moved away from you know, here and went out to the East Coast, uh, went to, uh, they had played at the local auditorium, uh, Leonard Skinnerd, my all-time favorite guy, even though it's not the original lineup. Oh, I mean, but it I, was the real band? It wasn't a tribute? It was the real band. Oh, and, wow. I didn't yeah, know they played here. Yeah, yeah. Just before I moved away to So the that East would Coast. have been with uh, Lacey Van Zant then instead of Ronnie anyway. Well, it was uh, I think Lacey's still in the band. Well, there was uh, Johnny Johnny Van Zant and uh, and Ronnie. Well, Ronnie Van Zant was the original lead singer. Yeah, and his brother Johnny, he was he was uh, the lead singer uh, as a replacement. They had uh, and Stephen Van Zant is no relation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, but he well, can I, sing. But they've got there's a that Van Zant family. There's something to them because there's another. I just found out this too. There's another Van Zant brother, who is a founding member of Thirty Eight Special. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. But Stephen yep. Van Zant is uh, Silvio Dante from The Sopranos, and he's no relation. They're uh, I don't remember which is which, but one of them is Z A N D T, and the other one is just Z A N T. So he, yeah, the, he's no relation to the Leonard Skinner Van Zants. Yeah, that uh, 
that Van Zant that uh, was in the Sopranos, he was a guitarist in Bruce Springsteen's E Street yeah. Band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, musical That's, family uh, all around, even uh, even the non Max Weinberg. Yeah, That's he was the was. Max Weinberg was the uh, the lead drummer for the E Street Band, and also yeah. the lead for Conan O'Brien's uh, first uh, TV band on the old Conan show, Max Weinberg and the Max Weinberg Seven. Yeah, look, we're playing six degrees of separation here with these musicians. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so, so this Leonard Skinner concert, uh, like to this day, it's still like I've got a short list of my favorite bands that I that I never, you know, I never get tired of listening to. You know, for whatever reason, always love Journey, always love Van Halen, fucking Leonard Skinner. As soon as uh, Freebird or Sweet Home Alabama comes on. You know, I'm there. Oh, yeah. Tuesday's yeah. gone. Tuesday's gone. Classic. Yeah. Uh, I, and then it's kind of like my... But but Freebird, you got to listen to the original version with Ronnie on the guitar. <laughs> uh, you know what was awesome was uh, at that concert, they uh, <laughs> they did like a 50... You know, it's, it's a nine, ten-minute song as it is. Yeah. And in concert, they stretched it out at this concert me and the ex went to. It was like a 15-minute live version. <laughs> and then the three guitarists all taking turns soloing. Yeah. All nuts. <laughs> it was just jumping up and down. You know, like the auditorium was packed. Everyone's fucking losing their minds. And, and they know how to play. It's funny. They know how to play to the crowd because I remember in the old days, they used to get away with flying the Confederate flag and that. Yeah. Now, now they realize because of the political correctness, they they use the red, white, and blue, eh? Yeah. So now they're still doing the patriotic thing, but now it's the stars and stripes and yeah. But uh, you know, there was still some rebels in the crowd flashing. Oh the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was a good show, uh, but yeah, that's one of those groups I could never get tired of. I grew up on on them and yeah and. And, you know, Journey was my get laid band. You know, <laughs> I, put, I put like Faithfully or yeah. whatever on. If I could open arms, I knew knew I was going to get some action. Yeah. Have that go in the background. Yeah. Wasn't it, uh, was it Open Arms or Faithfully that was used in heavy metal? I think it was Open Arms, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Always think of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> the old cabbie there. <laughs> Getting some action to journey. (laughs) What was great too about that movie Heavy Metal was uh, the Canadian content and flavor in there. Hey man, we got any of that plutonium Nyborg left? (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a bag in the cupboard, man. (laughs) You had Ramus and John Candy. Does this look like enough to you? Nah, man, go for broke. (laughs) Covers the whole floor in lines. Yeah, no dive. One end of the room to the other. We... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was awesome. I loved that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was on Netflix so I could watch it more often. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've had a couple. Of... I, don't, I don't watch DVDs at all anymore. <laughs> I don't uh, even you know, know if I have a DVD player that works. <laughs> You know me, I got, you know, my DVD collection, it's, 
it's either like Tarantino movies or yeah. cheesy, cheesy horror movies or. I have heavy metal on DVD. I've got a box got of it. DVDs. I had it a couple of times, and both times, uh, bye bye. Actually, uh, I think I've got on my Amazon wish list, I think I've got a, a DVD player multi-region. Yeah. might pick to... that up sometime. Well, once I, once I get the uh, stuff done down in the basement that I want to get done and put up some walls for a real couple of rooms, you know, then I'll probably order that DVD player and set it up with my TV down there. But for now, it's just Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, Mostly the, the only reason I have Amazon Prime is for free shipping, but, you know, video yeah. helps too. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, I used to have one of those, when I was doing security, I used to have one of those miniature uh, CD players, or DVD players, I mean. Yeah. And it had like the little screen that would... Yeah. I've got one of those, but the problem with them is they've got those, uh, they weren't uh, lithium batteries in them. And so if you didn't keep them charged all the time, like if you let it sit for a month, it might not hold a charge anymore. Yeah. So I've got one of those. Actually, in this in this dresser behind me, there's one, but it won't hold a charge anymore. Mind you, it still works if I plug it in. Yeah, you have to pretty much just leave it plugged in yeah. to use it, yeah. Come to think of it, I could do that because I could... Uh, I could plug it into my TV. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I used to, I used to you know, especially when you're doing like, uh, when you used to have those contracts at the grain elevators. Oh, and yeah. He's <laughs> sitting in the office. It's like, well, I could listen to the something. <laughs> I could listen to the shitty transistor radio in the office <laughs> or, yeah, you know, put this fucking comp, uh, compact disc movie player on. And, yeah. Watch some watch some movies. Yeah, what I used to like when I was doing the security thing back then was uh, one of the elevators, and I won't name which one it was. They had yeah. uh, nice executive offices, and if you went into the executive offices, there was always one of those one of those uh, AV stands like we used to have in high school with the TV strapped to it and the VCR. You know, yeah. and I used to wheel that down to the security office and watch my movies. I'd bring movies with me, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you and I worked. The that same. was back before DVDs were a really big thing. VHS was still the most popular thing. <laughs> yeah, you and I, you and I, we both worked those same elevators. Like oh yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> we 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 don't have to name it. It was the pink one. <laughs> yeah, that's a shitty. That's a shitty thing now with the internet. We have to be careful not to dox ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, don't need some fucking idiots fucking uh, tracking us down. Well, not just that, but we don't need to be admitting to uh, anything that we did back then that could still get us in trouble. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, we, yeah, we were smart enough to do all our shit back before there was uh, cell phones and smartphones and everything. So let's not uh, screw that up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or hit, or the type of hidden cameras that are out there now. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like even this webcam probably tracking me right now. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I've been filmed whacking off a time or two by my <laughs> yeah. by my TV. 
Yeah, the NSA tunes in every now and then. Oh, oh man! Oh. <laughs> Switch that off. He's What's doing it again. <laughs> What's this bald guy? He's really into this midget porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he watching Sex in the City again? Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Or Dennis Leary saying that, eh? I, I don't even watch porn anymore. It's, network TV is good enough for me, man. You ever watch Sex in the City? Whoa. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, how about the Minnesota uh, riots? The oh, race? yeah. Isn't that funny? Fuck. It just, nothing, nothing says political protest quite like burning down all the stores and stuff in your own neighborhood. You you think the riots are bad right now, though? Wait and see if the cop gets acquitted. Oh, I'm kind of hoping... he's found it, not guilty, oh my God, they're just going to destroy the area. Is, is, it, is it terrible for me to say I kind of hope he does just to see the shit show that'll happen after? <laughs> like, yeah, that's probably pretty terrible, but uh, I, I think I understand the entertainment point of view there. <laughs> like, I had to laugh. Uh, there's literally a video that was uh, just, <laughs> I'm going through the YouTubes, and uh, there was this guy named Poseidon. I think it was Poseidon, or the real Poseidon. And he had this five-minute video showing all the looting and rioting and, and then showing how stupid the, and corrupt the media is. So there's these CNN guys. Buildings torched right behind him. It's like up in flames. And he's sitting there, you know, and there's all these people just acting savage behind him. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a peaceful protest here. I mean, <laughs> granted, like basically all the fake news stupidity you can yeah. imagine. And then he, he in, in, and then there's like this chick twerking to a cop car on fire, you know. And then, and then they show that police station being lit up. And then they go back to to the CNN headquarters in Atlanta, and I guess I get now there's the riots now are in all the big cities. Yeah. So I guess I guess all the thugs and Antifa and George Soros paid off uh, shit disturbers. They they uh, and I, it made me laugh because who deserves it more than CNN? Because they're the ones fanning the flames. So here's all these thugs going to the CNN headquarters and you see them, they're like throwing firecrackers and <laughs> Molotov cocktails, bashing the windows. They got the cops all shit in their pants yeah. trying to protect the lobby of the, the CNN studios headquarters and I'm just like, yep, you fucking deserve it, you yeah. cunts. Honestly though, you know, like a lot of people say, oh, you, you know, it's kind of stupid to be wrecking your own neighborhood, but I understand the protests because protests and especially violent protests are what happens when nobody fucking listens. It, it, it's become their only means of getting any attention now, you know, and I kind of oh, get, get that with everything that's going on, you know? Oh yeah. Like, like I saw one person, there was uh, somebody, uh, <clears throat> I saw this on Facebook, but it was a repost from Twitter and somebody was commenting on uh, on the the violent uh, protests and that, and somebody else said, 
well, you know, they tried protesting peacefully by taking a knee, but that pissed you off too. <laughs> you know, so wh- what can they do? <clears throat> and this is well, what gets the attention. This this is what draws the attention to their cause. So I'm not saying it's right, but I understand their point of view. Yeah, well, I just, you also see, like, here's a, they, they showed this this uh, black guy that owned a night was it a bar or restaurant or whatever? Work worked his ass off as a firefighter. Yeah. Bought this bought this restaurant or bar or whatever, and they burnt it down. And yeah, and, and, and he's and like, that's the problem: the collateral damage to private businesses. If anything, they should just be trashing city offices, police stations, police cars, stuff like that. They shouldn't be trashing private businesses, and that's where it becomes such a problem. Well, and and to me, I look at, you know, the reason I think it's such a fucking shit show. Is, like, let's be clear, you know that that cop was a fucking moron, and and he and he, he's a perfect example of how there's a difference between good cops and and what I call pigs. Yeah. And that that guy's a pig. Yeah. You know, he's a fucking scumbag. He kneeled, and then the he, next day, I see. Uh... I see a picture of this cop again on Facebook. I spend a lot of time there <laughs> and it's a picture of this cop who goes to a downtrodden neighborhood once a week, every week he goes there. Uh, I think he works on Saturdays. So it's like a Saturday. He goes there. The kids are out of school. He brings them pop. He brings them chips. He brings a football with them. He plays games with them. He hangs out with them. You know, that's a cop. Yeah, That's the problem the we have, thing we need to see. Yeah, the problem we have, and I find it even even around here where we live, is the good cops are getting to be more and more in the minority, and you're seeing more and more of these unqualified or just corrupt fucking pieces of garbage mm-hmm. who are just you know looking looking to either get ahead politically or they're looking to curb stomp someone and bully someone. And this guy was clearly bullying someone. Like, I've worked, you know, besides security, you know, years of bouncing experience at nightclubs I've had. Yeah. And I I could tell anyone that you don't kneel on the back of a guy's fucking neck or on his head. You know, like, he was handcuffed face down. Mm -hmm. You know, all you had to do was have someone hold his legs or, or sit on his arse or whatever. And he'd still be able to breathe. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, and he, uh, you know, the, the and the thing is, one of the points that's always made every time something like this happens, because, you know, there's always so many people saying, well, there's a whole lot of good cops. These are just a few bad eggs. But it's the Serpico thing. If you've got okay. 10 bad cops and you've got 1,000 good cops and those 1,000 good cops aren't speaking up against the 10 bad cops, you've got 1,010 bad cops. Plain yeah, and it's simple. The, yeah, it's that thin blue line. Like yeah. they're, always, they're always backing each other up and, and it's, it's horse shit because like, you know, I like the cop that fucking takes down someone that's fucking, uh, you know, committing a robbery, uh, an attempted murder, an assault. Yeah. Drug, drug dealing by a kid's school, like legit fucking crimes. Yep. Not like, 
oh yeah, uh, you know, you you got too many parking tickets, so mm-hmm. uh, put your or, hands. Behind- or or the case that has happened way too often in the U.S. He matched the description of somebody we were looking for. Yeah. It turns out he didn't actually do anything, but now he's dead because he fit the description. But what was the description? He was a black man in dark clothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that's usually all they've got. Or in Canada, it'd be uh, yeah, a native a native person uh, wearing wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. As a cab driver. You know, a lot of times the police will come to us when they're looking for somebody just in case he takes a cab or, or if we spot him somewhere. And yeah. sometimes it's not a criminal. Sometimes it's somebody who left the hospital or something like that and they're worried about him, right? Mental yeah. health issues. The guy goes out for a smoke and doesn't come back, something like that. And he's been checked in for suicidal behavior or whatever. And invariably the description we always get when it comes out on the little computer screen in our car is like five seven hundred and sixty pounds and then it's wearing dark jeans and a black hoodie yeah how generic can you get right yeah exactly <laughs> but like my, my getting back to like my whole point with this fucking riot situation is to me they could have taken the Martin Luther King approach and just, you know, by the thousands still marched and had their oh, yeah. had their bull horns and say their piece. Yeah, get the news people there, but by taking it where you know I'm witnessing videos of like there was a, there's a video of a woman in a wheelchair, and of course because she's white and in a wheelchair, well here's an easy target for payback. Yeah. And, and these, well, and that's the problem with mob mentality. Yeah, and that's and then, what happens. Uh, and did you see there was that black guy that was working in an old folks home? And I guess uh, this was after that uh, that jogger got shot, and uh, you know, in another racial incident. So this black guy that was working in an old folks home decided to take it upon himself to pay back Whitey. Yeah by filming on his phone him beating the shit out of a a very frail 80 something year old geezer yeah isn't that lovely like so and that's the thing you know getting back to what i was saying when i said you know i understand why they've gone this route i'm not saying it's right because the violent route is never right i understand why they're doing it because they think that's the only way they can get the attention but like you pointed out, they should have gone the Martin Luther King route and organized a parade, organized a protest parade, you know, march right up to the police station and hang out there for a couple of days even, but not blowing shit up, not setting businesses on fire, not setting cop cars on fire. Yeah. Having a, having a sit in or whatever. Exactly. You know, and, and just, but, uh, you know, I, 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 more than anything, I blame the media for fanning the flames. Oh, yeah. I blame, you know, there's no doubt that George Soros and Antifa have their hand in this as well. Always. And, uh, and then I, I look at, I look at a lot of these, uh, how, how should I put it? White, white liberal do-gooders 
who who are trying to overcompensate because they don't want to be put in that racist redneck category. Yeah. So they overcompensate and they're they try to act black, if you will. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm with you, homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. Let's go burn them motherfuckers down. Yeah. And in the meantime, you know, behind closed doors with mommy and daddy at Sunday dinner. Oh, mother, could you pass me the baby? <laughs> You know, these fake-ass motherfuckers. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't see, you don't see, you know, we're, there's something about white guilt there. There's definitely yeah. something, you know, like, because no other race has has that kind of guilt about who yeah, they are. that kind of overcompensation. You know, like, like you don't see, see black folk being like, they're right, we shouldn't speak in Ebonics. Yeah. We should <laughs> Dramatically, like, you know, but here's us, here's us whiteies going around like, yo, homie, what did that? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, be who you are, okay? Yeah, exactly. Don't be fake, you know, like, you know, even when you look at somebody like Eminem, you know, he's a rapper, but you don't really see him acting like other black rappers like no. he doesn't he doesn't do the whole i guess i mean he's he's got the hip-hop look and everything but he doesn't try to talk like them is what i'm saying you well because you know he was you know he was white trailer park trash yeah but he but because he was from eight mile in detroit he was around enough black culture and and of course around rap that you know, he was, you know, it was part of his growing up. It wasn't yeah. like, he wasn't like born in, in like Beverly Hills and decided. But he still didn't try to talk like he's from the Detroit ghettos. No, no. So there's an <laughs> authenticity to his game because yeah. he grew up in, in, in the rough neighborhoods. And he, yeah. you know, it's not like, uh, here's an example. Did you know uh, Tom Hanks? He is uh, one of his sons is uh, is a rapper wannabe. Okay. And he's all tatted. The guy grew up in fucking Hollywood, Beverly yeah. Hills. He's all tatted up like a fucking wigger. Wigger. <laughs> with a W. Yeah, like, a, you know, just a wannabe. Fucking, and, and you know, he's talking all this street talk in his raps and trying to sound yeah. hard and tough. And it's like. Trying to act fucking, all hard. <laughs> and he's like, what's his name? Chad. Chad Hanks. Or whatever. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, dude. Who Your name you? is Chad. Stay white and shut up. <laughs> you, went to, you went to private school and yeah. fucking, you know, your daddy buys you a Lamborghini for your birthday. Like, yeah, you had it hard. Fuck <laughs> off. Anyone, anyone that follows that goof, like, give me a break. See, and that's the whole thing that a lot of people don't understand about hip-hop culture is that for the vast majority of hip-hop artists, it was a way for them to get out of the <laughs> ghetto and to get away from drug dealing and, and be legit and still have money. You know, yeah. whereas for the vast majority of white people, that's not a concern. You know, it, it's kind of like the whole argument between gay pride and straight pride. You've never had the shit beaten out of you for being straight. You don't need straight pride. 
you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't need uh, a straight pride parade. Like, you know, you, no, nobody's going to beat the shit out of you for holding your wife's hand walking down the street, you know. <laughs> and it's it's kind of the same thing there with with the uh, black ghetto uh, culture and, and the hip hop culture is it was a way for them to pull themselves out of poverty, and and it still is because you know in, in those cultures you've basically got four options: one, you become a basketball star; two, you become a football star; three, you become a rap star; four, you become a drug star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if you become a drug star, we all know how that ends. It, yeah, it doesn't it's... usually end very well for them. No, and and even though, you know, ninety percent of the fucking schools in their area are dog shit, and you know the odds are stacked against them in a lot of ways because of you know the way they grew up, the area yeah. they grew up in, the schooling, you, you know. It cracks me up when I see how some of these ones that got out, then they get called Uncle Toms because they don't go back to the neighborhood. Yeah. It's like, like, what do you want these people to do? They they got out. They don't want exactly. to fuck it. Yeah. They're it's, like, oh, you're Uncle Tom. You sold out, brother. And it's like, no, he wants what everyone else wants. Is yeah. For, to have a nice home, live in a nice neighborhood. That's right. Put your kids through good schools. Become so a that's doctor. Why a lot of be, become that's a doctor and then walk down the street and get shot by a cop who says you fit the description. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fucked up. So I, I look at the I look at these Minnesota the Minnesota riots, the George Floyd situation. I you know I almost view it like the you ever see the those purge movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at it and I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, bring it on, man. Yeah. Let's, let's get the purge going. There's obviously too fucking many of us, so yeah, let's have a free for all and thin out the herd. <laughs> That's one one end of it, but then again, you know, part of me thinks, well, this is kind of what the globalist new world order types want. Yeah. Because, oh, look at the chaos. Clearly, they need us to step in. And well, take... and, and not only that, but no matter what it is, it keeps us distracted. Yeah, and then, and then also like you know this promoting this world communism, globalism bullshit. Like, oh yeah, let's uh, you know you guys are out of control, so let us step in. We'll bring in the national guard. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know it, if you get too rowdy, there's the FEMA camps and uh, yeah. you know. I'm just waiting for the microchip program to be implemented. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, especially for our quarantine edition, it would be cool if we each had a drink, Joe Rogan style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a bottle of bourbon on each of our desks, you know. <laughs> or in my case, Irish whiskey. I'd have a <laughs> bottle of Jameson's. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably... Because we can't smoke joints. Neither one of us wants to do that. No. I like my edibles, but I don't like smoking it. I haven't had a Guinness in forever, man. I'm just craving Guinness. Well, if forever is only as long away as New Year's Eve, then, yeah, I guess uh, it's been forever. To me, that's Because I know when was the last time you had a Guinness. <laughs> yeah, to those that don't know, I was... 
uh, New Year's Eve, I was at a good friend's place uh, getting rather toasty and uh, consuming many alcoholic beverages. And my good friend, the Canadian Info Warrior, who uh, doubles as a cab driver, uh, came to my rescue in the wee hours of the morning and yeah. gave, me a, gave me a lift home there so I wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't get into any trouble but uh <laughs> yeah there was a lot of guinnesses consumed that night that yeah. uh, the only part i remember yeah. is is you dropping me <laughs> that that friend of yours feeds you well and gets you drunk <laughs> every new year's every new year's <laughs> hey, hey uh speaking of which uh any more talk about you guys doing your uh like a hockey podcast or something because we may as well we may as well plug that here if you're going to be doing it. Yeah, well, I've already got my YouTube channel created, but there's no videos uploaded. Right. It's just called the Savage Sterling Podcast, and yeah, it's just going to be about uh, sports and bullshit. And uh, I talked to uh, my uh, my lawyer slash landlord slash good drinking buddy and he uh you know he's mulling it over if, if i don't think he's the uh, he's the broadcasting type though he's yeah. a little shy and reserved but that's okay if i have to i'll i'll just fly solo and talk about a bunch of shit and yeah i'll read have to uh give you a couple of links to uh software so that you can do your editing and uh, also so that you can just capture the audio yeah. and, and you can upload the audio to uh, Apple Podcasts and that. Yeah. And Google. Yeah, because, uh, you know, at this point, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm at the age now where uh, I'm tired of being uh, a wagey, a grunt, yeah, a, a, a slave to the man and... Uh, I want to have some enjoyment in uh, yeah. What 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 have I got? Maybe twenty to twenty five years of quality before I'm, uh, you know, shit shitting and pissing myself. And, yeah, uh, less than that if you were a smoker. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> even even though I look uh, look fairly, uh, you know, my skin is nice and uh, you know I'm I'm pushing the big five zero here, so. Uh, yeah. I'm not exactly spelt, so... Uh, he, he's the old man of the two of us. Yeah, what, a couple <laughs> of months or something? <laughs> well, you're pushing 50. I haven't hit 49 yet, so... Oh! Wow. <laughs> That's December for me. Okay, you were, you were one of the late birthdays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Destry and I go back to high school. We were... Uh, no, Savage. we're not. We're not going back to high school. This isn't a, uh, a Rodney Dangerfield movie, but uh, we go back as far as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our friendship, uh, companionship, friendship, and whatnot goes as far back as high school. And yeah. we were savages back then, and we're <laughs> savages today. And now we've gotten to the point where the two of us almost only have each other for friends <laughs> yeah we've weeded out and thinned out the herd and <laughs> i, went on I my think face. we can both count on less than one hand how many real friends we consider that we hang out with and shit oh yeah like you know 
it, it's definitely under five at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's funny because I go back. And he to, even left me and went to Newfoundland for several years, and I still took him back when he came crawling back home. <laughs> of course, he uh, was here for a few months before he even told me he was back, bastard. <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to stew in my bitterness and uh, <laughs> hatred of humanity for a few months, and once yeah. that once that quelled, and yeah. but uh, no, like uh, I, I look back at you know on my Facebook and my Instagram and all the pictures from the bar days, and you know used to be like oh yeah, wild and crazy guy and party animal, and yeah. and now it's like. I don't. I want to be as far away from a bar as possible. I want to be as far away from a crowd as possible, unless I'm going down the street to watch the local hockey game. But otherwise, yeah. I don't want to be around fucking idiots. Even and, then, I'm sure you probably sit in an area that's not crowded. I, I, I sit in an area where I can be as much of a nuisance to the referees as I can. <laughs> I, I still like to shit talk and chirp the refs there. <laughs> Yeah. You're a bum, ref! You're a <laughs> bum! Yeah, he's looking up like that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm just, I'm sick of, as you get older, you just realize, like, you know, you spend all your life trying to get accepted and be Mr. Popular or be part of a clique, and then you reach an age where you really honestly just don't give a flying fuck. Oh, Yeah. You don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I, I think I reached that age long before you, though. I, oh, I, I've been not given a fuck for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Me, it took me. I have to learn the hard way. I have to bang my head. It's always been that way with me. I have to, I have to bang my head against the wall repeatedly before I like. Hey, uh, this, this is kind of hurts. <laughs> this this kind of hurts every yeah. time I, every time I do this. It kind of hurts. Maybe I should stop doing that. Hey, but, dog, yeah. My finger hurts when I bend it all the way backwards. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just like with women there. It's like, geez, every time I hook up with these broads, they fuck me over and chew yeah. me up and spit me out. But God, I really like getting my dick sucked on a regular basis. I could put up with some bullshit for well, that. Who doesn't? And I could put up with some bullshit. And then I realized... Yeah, well, that's what Pornhub and yeah. uh, skin lotions for. You know? <laughs> Two minutes done. Yeah, you know it. they got those sex toys now. You know, it'll it'll oh, do yeah. it all for you. <laughs> Fleshlights and yeah. No, no, like, they got they got the ones that are motorized. It's got a little thing inside that'll go up and down for you. And <laughs> oh. All I know is that as long as I got got my porn hub and some uh, skin so soft or something, I'm good to go. And olive oil, whatever. I don't give a shit. All I know hey, is olive oil's good for the skin, man. Yeah, it's good for the skin. All I know is take what takes me a couple of minutes saves me fucking a shit ton of money and a lot of fucking stress and headaches. Yeah. To think to think that I simped out all those years and fucking you know lawyer bills and fucking. Yeah. You know, kids that I'm on the hook for for the rest of my fucking natural life and you know them being in another fucking part of the country and yeah not just another city they're in another part of the country yeah so you know, and, and they're like I said before our court systems fucking horseshit like 
uh, you know, I went into that. I went into the latest divorce where, you know, had this woman dead to rights on being a, you know, a no good cheating whore. Yeah. And, uh, and you still you know, basically lost. Still basically lost. Like they, they give you, they awarded me access and I got these court papers saying this, that, and the other. But, but she doesn't stick to it and they don't force her to. Yeah. So where's, where, you know, where, what do I do? They don't enforce the standing court orders. Yeah. And, and what I found, I, you know, in both my divorces, go to court. They, they, these women, they throw mud at the wall to see what'll stick. So you, you, you spend half your time defending bullshit allegations. Yeah. And they don't have any proof, but because they're female, they're given somehow a higher, you know, like more integrity to their yeah. goals. And then even after you go through all the hoops and disprove all the bullshit, all they go is all they do is like, oh well, you must have deserved it somehow. Yeah. And then, and then you have bullshit on them. You know, they're not they bullshit. Don't listen to it. You know, I. Yeah, I have like actual incidents and actual proof and like, oh yeah, here's her online dating account and yeah. here's here's the timestamps showing this activity taking place while we were married. You know, here's the uh, you know here's her uh, text messages saying blah blah blah, and they're like, oh well, you must have been a real fucking prick to deserve that. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, there's this double standard, eh? So I just like. You still deserved it, no matter what. So now I just i i try try warning my oldest who's uh, who's grown, and then you know I try warning any young uh, young adult male that <laughs> yo uh, don't don't get fucking married, man. It's a fucking uh, it's a loser loser's game, man. Yep. It's a, you know if if you like if you like uh, gambling that much, go to the fucking casino. The odds are about the same. Pretty much, yep. You know, the odds of success are about the same going to the casino. And you know what? When and you, then when you walk out of the casino, you can pick up a hook or get a blowjob and forget about her. Way, way, yeah, <laughs> way I look at, the way I look at it is if you lose your shirt at the casino, you don't feel nearly as bad as losing your shirt in family court. Yeah, no kidding. You know? so, and there's no kids to pay for the rest of your life. It's just the money you lost that night. <laughs> well, not only that, like the only power... The only power they, that the that females hold over us is children and divorce court. Yeah, that's, that's the only power and they and the only leverage they have. Like uh, my first uh, my my first wife, we didn't have any kids, so that divorce wasn't wasn't so bad. You know, like fucking, uh, I didn't have to worry about shelling out for for kids that weren't because we didn't have any kids. You know, yep. it was just. It was just a nasty divorce just because we both hated each other's fucking guts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, this one, like I, I've got, uh, those two youngsters out, out in, uh, out East and, uh, you know, just to go see them, you're looking at thousands of dollars yep. just to have a fucking token vacation visit with them because you can't fucking do it every other weekend. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's that's how that's how she goes. So uh, just as a warning to all, all you fellas out there, <laughs> it ain't fucking worth it. The yeah. juicy 
the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Just do just do a hit and run if you know, you know or or you know you do what uh, my my friend here does and he's just he's just shacking up and playing house and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once that rings on the fing- finger and then the contract is signed, it's like <laughs> it's a different uh, game. Yeah, yeah. I got lucky with my first one. We didn't have any kids and we didn't have any assets to divide. Nice. So, yeah, that one was simple. <laughs> yeah. Like the old days, like marriages, marriages uh, stuck together in the old days because, you know, there was more of a codependence factor. Like, you know, in the old days, the women needed the men for the financial security. Yeah. And the men and the men back then, they didn't cook or clean or do fuck all in yeah. the house, so they needed them too. So <laughs> there was a there was a mutual codependence back then. Like now, you know, there's a lot. I'd say at least Should half. Have never of, given them the vote. Damn it! That's where it all started. Exactly. Repeat <laughs> in the states, and it's called the Nineteenth Amendment or whatever. So they got these uh, men's right activists repeal the Nineteenth. <laughs> it all went for a shit when we gave them the right to vote. It yeah. just makes. Makes me laugh, eh? I just, I'm, I'm picturing all these triggered femoids losing their shit over this. Because like, that's the thing. Even after all of this, you're not really a misogynist. You're anti-marriage, but you're not a misogynist. You're not. You're not actually saying they shouldn't have had the right to vote. They they should stay in the kitchen. You're not saying stuff like that. So yeah, it's I'm just misogynist. Though, hey, I'm not a misogynist. I'm a masochist because I put myself through two fucking. <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm I'm a dummy and a, a, a stupid romantic. That's what I was. Yeah. And no more. Like I, I think men. Honestly, I think men are uh, men are the true romantics because a lot of you look at what happens. It's the men that are more deeply affected by divorce than women. You look at all these dudes that are like living in living in fucking poverty because yeah. they lost lost their shirt in a divorce yeah you know, they, they can't afford once their marriage is over they can't afford a decent place of their own because all their money goes to a fucking ex for support and whatever yeah and uh you know you look at how many homeless guys are dudes that were divorced how many of these uh divorce guys end up like blowing their fucking brains out because they mm. can't handle it and then you look at you look at women you know, I, I I get sick and tired of the pity party with women because for every woman that's been uh, abused in a relationship, there's probably two or three that took their fella to the cleaners and fucking, yeah. you know, they well, look over. And, and let's not forget, guys get abused too. Yeah. You yeah. know. Lord knows I got mentally abused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not but no more. On that lovely note... Oh yeah, I, I think maybe we'll uh, wrap it up here because uh, I got to use the bathroom and my ass is getting sore and uh, oh, I got to grab something good. to eat and we've been at it for an hour so <laughs> that's as good a reason as any. My ass is sore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> last last time it was me. I had to take a take a shit and I was like, yeah, yeah, are we almost done here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now it's my turn. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, it's been a been a slice, and uh, yeah, it was kind of fun doing this little impromptu one here. And hopefully, I'll uh, get it edited tonight, and uh, I'll set it up to uh, 
encode it all while I when I go to bed, and then when I'm getting ready for work tomorrow, I'll set it up to upload to YouTube while I'm gone. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, uh, on, on a final note, uh, I just have this to say: fuck globalism, fuck open <laughs> borders, fuck Susan Wojcicki, and YouTube, fuck Trudeau, and. Uh, <laughs> Right up there with your fucking third wave feminism, you cunt. <laughs> yeah, cool. well, uh... have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I, I can echo a little bit of that. The uh, <laughs> you know, there's a there's a few things I'll back you on there. I won't say which ones. <laughs> Leave people guessing. <laughs> well, someone has. You know, someone has to be the voice of reason, and it ain't going to be me, you know that. that. That's for damn sure, yeah. They don't call yeah. me Savage Sterling because I'm, like, uh, you know, politically correct or uh, mellow or... Yeah. <laughs> You're my Alex Jones to Joe Rogan here. <laughs> They're turning the frogs gay! They're turning the frogs gay! Hitler took the guns. Yeah. Mao took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Hitler took the DMT. Mao took the DMT. Yep. <laughs> All righty. We'll cut her here, folks, and uh, we'll see you on the next video. Ciao for now.